care of things, all right? When I came to, I found my grave with the ring on it and all of you gone. And then I realized Ebony was right. I had to start again. It was better that way. Amber, this is crazy. Me and Ebony, we never... Don't lie to me, Bray. I saw the proof. It doesn't matter now. I, I don't care. It's all in the past, all of it. You're wrong. This whole time, you've believed the lie. And somehow I'm going to prove it to you. Welcome to Series 3, Episode 7 of Conversation with Eagle Mountain, a podcast about the tribe. I'm your host, Lance, and joining me on the podcast panel today is Liz. Oh. And Sabine. Hi. We have episode notes done by Matt and myself. It's a Series 3, Episode 7. The screenplay was done by Tony Osborne. It was directed by John Reed. And the episode synopsis read out by myself. In the mall, the Chosen work together to break the mall rats. While in the Gaian camp, Lexus' outburst could affect the tribe's decision on whether they should help the city. And Bray finally learns the truth about Amber's coldness towards him. Okay, let's get this out of the way. <laughs> so, frustrated by Amber's continued disassociation with the mall rats, Bray wonders if she ever really loved him and she confronts him with the accusation that he had a baby with Ebony, who showed her proof after rescuing her up on Eagle Mountain. So, panel, yeah, there was quite a lot of flashbacks being thrown at us during this scene, but um, what do you think about the whole story behind Amber's disappearance? First off, fantastic title. Um, The levity is absolutely needed for the absurdity we are about to dig through. So thank you for that title, Lance. For those listening, the title of this subject is Flashback Overload or Baby Daddy Has a Nice Ring to It. Okay. (laughs) He worked really hard to get us through these, I'm telling you. (laughs) You and Matt both. Okay, I just needed to say that. I needed credit. Mm -hmm. Go on, on, Sabine. You can start us on this one. (laughs) I just want to scream. How on earth can Amber be this stupid? I mean, everyone knows I never really liked Amber as a character, but at least I always respected the fact that this girl seemed to have a brain. Yet, somehow, at Eagle Mountain, she completely lost it. Because why on earth would she believe anything Ebony has to say? And especially on something like this. I mean, I get why she first assumed that Brady could be Bray's child, but a child would have any, as if Bray would have abandoned any baby. Come on. That's just, it's so far out of it. That it's just beyond absurd. And it's, honestly, it's not a good look on Amber. Because it makes her look stupider than most of the women we've seen in this show. Yeah. How can you believe that? It's, it's an insult to everybody involved. Everybody deserved better than this, including the audience, but um, especially the actors. They definitely deserved better than this storyline. When I think of all the ways they, have, they could have created a conflict for why Amber chose to not come back, why Amber might not be happy to see her friends, something that would keep her and Bray from immediately reuniting, um, an answer to the question of this thing that the writers just kind of threw at the audience you know, a mystery of all the things they could come up with. This was their birth child in the writing room. I am flabbergasted. I, I, 
I don't know how this is what you thought was the best idea. I, was it that you needed something that could easily poof out of existence? Like you needed an obstacle between Bray and Amber re reunification, but you also couldn't, it couldn't be a permanent one. And that's why you came up with this. I just, I, nobody comes off looking good here. Um, no. Mm -mm. I, I I'll even give Amber a pass for thinking there was some validity to this when she first heard it. She was injured. She was concussed. No one can say she was in her right mind. You know, you're believing? I'm, no, believing I'm, it to be? I'm just Sorry. saying, like, at first, I'd, first I'd, yeah. give, I'd give someone a pass if they weren't thinking clearly. You know, your emotions are heightened. Your adrenaline is spiked. You know, she needs an ambulance, all that smoke inhalation, and someone mm -hmm. needs to look at her head. And mm -hmm. so it'd be fair. She's not in her right mind. She's on death's door at this moment. But she's had time to think about it. And not only has she continued to think about it, because she's seething with rage still. Mm -hmm. so she hasn't, like, thought about it, made peace with it, and moved on with her life. She's still angry about this. So in all this time, you've been thinking about it, and you've never once had a moment of clarity, Amber? Never once has it occurred to you, wait a minute, that's a really stupid thing for me to believe. I mean, I should at least hear Bray's side of the story because it's Ebony who just told me this crap. And yeah, there was a picture of them holding a child, but that's a pre-virus picture. There are just countless reasons that picture could exist. I know they dated. So, you know, I mean, she put no thought into this. Like, why would you bring Amber back? And insult her intelligence this way. No, I'm, I, the more I think about it, I just keep thinking, if this has hap had happened with another couple, if it had been, say, Zandra and Lex, and Zandra for a split second, no, for more than a split second, believing, sure, Lex could have had a kid with an ex and didn't tell me about it, I could have, you know, I could have at some point believed that. But Amber, seriously? I mean, I we've seen what all these head traumas have done to Bray, but wow, this is just, <laughs> apparently she was injured worse than he ever was. And Ebony, Ebony, we just spent an entire season seeing you as one of the best antagonists the show ever had. I mean, they had to bring in <laughs> Jaffa to top you. You know what I mean? That's how good you were, Ebony. And this flashback makes you the biggest idiot. I mean, only Amber tops you, really. Like I've ever seen. I don't understand anything she's doing in this flashback scene. I don't get it. She's the one who sees Amber and is concerned for Amber and endangers herself to get Amber out of this building. Like, oh my gosh, Amber. Oh, we gotta get you out of here. Oh, come on, dear. You know, and and then drag her out. And you're just convenient. You're, you're lucky. You just happen to come out side of the observatory on the opposite side of the building that anybody else is on. And then this is what you pull. You know, as Amber's asking, like, is everyone okay? Is Bray okay? And then you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm looking at you. I'm like, I buy you wanting to get rid of Amber. That's that's mm -hmm. fine. That is you. You do what yeah. you got to do. This is how. Why did you get her out of the building, Ebony? And yeah. then to, and then it's not like she gets Amber indisposed. Amber just conveniently passes out because her brain is swelling right now, and and. Ebony just leaves her there and thinks that solves everything. Like, what if someone wanders over here? What if Amber wakes up? What is wrong with you? 
Mm. <laughs> yeah, you know, she could have at least pushed her off the cliff. It's stupid. It is stupid. There's no, there's no defending it. She could have just left her in the building. That would have just solved everything. But they forced her to take her out and show her this picture. This picture, which she has kept in her pocket this entire mm. time. It, it is ridiculous. There's no, there's no solving it. It's just, it's just silly. You know, I, I can, to a point, I can give Ebony a pass on still having that picture with her. No, come on. All this time in her bit. pocket. Yeah. Mm. No, but after she, after she fled the hotel more. Mm. You know, I, I can give her a pass for wanting to hold on to something like that, even though it would have made a lot more sense if someone held on to picture her family, but still. But Ebony cares nothing about the past. Everything we've seen about Ebony, she does not <sighs> care about family and the past. No, no, no doesn't. She don't. <laughs> see, 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 the only thing about her past she seems to care about is Bray. And at the moment she did rescue Amber, she thought Amber and Bray were kind of finished. Because she didn't know they made up, I think. But still, you know, it's... I'm just if you want to get photo. rid of someone like that, just, you know, if you want to be as brutal as to let people think she's dead, at least have the common decency to shove her down that mountain. The, the series one everybody we knew, we should have left her in the building. It's yeah. standard. Like, <laughs> the, it's... It's just silly. I, I, I can't. I can't defend it. It's just a silly situation Amber, all around. She's like, I saw the proof, Bray. Mm. You know what I mean? Like she, what? How is this picture proof yeah. that Bray had a child? Amber, <laughs> the how? only proof it is is that they were together pre-virus, or at least they were close pre-virus. That's the only thing it proves. Yeah, and you already know that. It proves he can hold a baby, which you already know. <laughs> he knows how to do that. What the heck? How is this proof? The only thing that I can think of that m- might have gone through Ember's head at some point was when Brady was born, Bray knew how to l- deliver a baby. The only thing I can plausibly come up with that went through Amber's mind is that oh maybe you learned it that way but I, if, he, that, if she gave it that, that much thought stretch. come on she clearly <laughs> gave this no thought <laughs> <laughs> nope she just went ah you see I can't trust a guy she just decided to get stuck in gear on anger and stay mm-hmm. there this entire time they, they want me to believe that about Amber and I know that Amber can be as irrational as anybody else when her emotions get the better of her but she also goes through the emotions like everybody else, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And thinks about stuff. And it's like, th- this isn't, you want, okay, we all joked about back in season one when she saw Ebony and Bray on the video camera at the hotel and how shady that looked. But then at least there was physical contact between those two. Ebony's like half naked on Bray's back and he's not mm-hmm. launching her across the pool. That's plausible for Amber to be like, holy crap, I thought he was being imprisoned instead he's getting massages poolside, you know? Yeah, and then she got told get her. <laughs> right, you know, but this are you serious? I, I don't I don't understand how this is your smoking gun no. and you've been holding on to this. Furious. This is the reason you let your your childhood friend think you were dead. And this is the reason mm-hmm. you abandoned everybody. It, this is it? Like I weak, yeah. yeah. And and I can't even give her a pass on oh, she was so in shock with seeing her own grave because she knew exactly what happened. So she knew Ebony must have done that. I I 
I will, I could let everything that happened on Eagle Mountain slide, but time has passed. Yeah. That's the crux, yeah. <laughs> She's had time to think about this. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, I would respect it if she ha- wasn't angry anymore. Then you could at least say she c- convinced herself this must be true, or she made peace with it and she moved on with her life. You know, but the fact that Amber is still so furious tells me she hasn't moved on. She hasn't stopped thinking about this. And I just don't know how you could be thinking about this this long and still not come to any other conclusion except that's what must have happened. I, I don't. <laughs> I, I just don't think she wants to admit to herself how stupid she was for believing it in the first place. I, uh, I, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm with Sabine. I could buy Ebony still having that picture after she left really? the hotel. I cannot buy her still having it now. No, exactly. <laughs> but okay, As fine. At Eagle Mountain, sure. You know, maybe she had it amongst her precious belongings because mm. she's holding this torch of fantasy that someday she'll get Bray back, and this is the fantasy she tells herself. This picture gives her comfort. It was what she'd wanted. Yeah. And and it and that part still works with you know the the very first part of season two you know with you know mm-hmm. it's but uh, I mean with, at least with when she had her you know setback and suddenly realized that she was still hung up on Bray but after that I mean she's smart enough to get rid of the evidence come on they just let Amber decide she didn't want to go back to the struggle. That's yeah. just a much more compelling yeah. and human reason. I get it. You That means she'd have to take some responsibility. But by making her this stupid, she has to take responsibility for believing such a lie and letting all her friends suffer because of it. So now she's just, she's still taking responsibility, but she looks dumb. Why not just let Amber, after that traumatic event on the mountain, be like, I, I don't want to go back. I it, This is easier. And, they already think I'm gone. I'm, I'm not doing any more damage, right? No, and, and even if for a split second in that, she would have believed Ebony's right, lies and then realized how stupid that was, she could have gone like, yeah, no, I, I really don't want that drama in my life anymore. You know, it's time to let it go. But It's all yeah. too much. It's too much. You know, and I can understand someone making that decision in that moment of trauma. And then, you know, she finds herself adopted by these Gaians, and it's peaceful. It's probably the first piece she felt since the virus mm-hmm. I, I it's believable that she wouldn't want to change that why she would be able to be like you know i miss my friends and i miss bray i miss dal but i don't want to go back to all that pain and drama yeah. and the fight i i hope they're okay but i just can't go back to it you know i yeah. that is- and the hard part is if she would have somehow sent word to dal reached out to him in some way she knows he would have left them all and come to her. I mean, Dell left before in hopes of just, you know, starting anew, living on, living off the land. Sure, it got him kidnapped, but still. And it's, you know, especially when you're thinking about, yes, I love season one. I love the Mallrats becoming family. It doesn't change the fact that it was a painful experience for a lot of them. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff these poor kids had to go through. And I just think it's very human to not want to go back to that and find a way to rationalize why. And Amber mm-hmm. already set a precedent as wanting to get away from it when it got too much. Mm-hmm. Exactly. When Sasha came and offered her the sunlight 
you know, this ray of joy that you we could just leave it, Amber. You don't have to do this. And the temptation to do that, to run away and just be happy and frolicking on a beach forever, she thought, yeah, maybe that's what I want, you know? And so she was at war with herself. So why not just let that be the reason? She found peace mm -hmm. and she rationalized to herself because she didn't want to lose that peace. I'd be doing more damage if I went back. I can't I can't hurt my friends anymore if I just stay dead. You know, they already put me in the ground. And mm -hmm. and why yeah. just let sleeping dogs lie? I just It's a way to start over, you know? Exactly. And that still gives Bray and Amber a conflict. Because if I were Bray, it is understandable as Amber's reasoning would be, if that's what she had chosen to do, it would still hurt if you were Bray. You know, it would still be devastating and you'd have trust issues and it would take a long time to grow back together. Mm -hmm. You still have the same storyline of the two of them falling back in together, except it wouldn't be a stupid reason that kept them apart. It'd be a real human reason, you know, and I, I just like I said, you can still have Ebony be the bad guy because she left Amber to die or something, you know, and just so everybody is insulted by this storyline. Everybody. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even if Ebony would do something like that, with which under other cir circumstances, I could have seen her doing something like that just to mess with Amber's head for the fun of it. But she would have always been smart enough to get rid of that evidence, and she definitely wouldn't be holding it out in the open. Dying camp. I don't know. For some reason, they wanted to make this a three-step process, and they should have just stopped at stage two. <laughs> I mean, like it should have just been Ebony left her in the building. And then Amber decided to start anew. That's all it needed to be. But instead, they had to edit stage three with this photo. It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> they could have, even if they left out the photo and Ebony did get her out, but saw her pass out and was like, oh, goody, I can, you know. Just left her. Just, that's just left her? Oh, yeah. she, she, she looks like she's going to need a lot of care. I don't want that sort of fuss. And left her? Would have been fine. Later, everyone's like, has anybody seen Amber? And everybody's like, not me. I don't know what you're talking about. Just don't go around that corner of the building. Uh, it's, it's dangerous over there. You know what would have been good? I was just thinking, like, it would have been good. Like you said, like, if Amber had time to process the photo and realize how stupid it was. And then there should have been, like, a scene where she walked back to the mall, realized that Bray was with Danny and just decided, okay... I'll, I'll stick out and <laughs> I made the right choice. You know what I mean? Like just doing a little, just tie it in. That's all they had to do. Just a little tie in. Tie that one. I would take it. I totally would take it. Just I, I, would, have, just I would have even taken it if she had come back and by pure chance saw him and Ebony in that place where Ebony was, you know, claiming she loved him. If she even seen that, I could have given her a pass on it. Mm. Lance, I think that would have been a great flashback. Like, yes, I was dumb and mm -hmm. I can't believe I believe that even for a moment. But, you know, you, you'll, you forgive yourself. I was hurt. You know, I was not in a good mm -hmm. headspace, you know. And, and then, yeah, finding the courage to go back and not only see that your friends have moved on, that's always going to be hard. Mm -hmm. You know, they're living their lives, they're prospering. And Bray has moved on. He looks happy again. He's got another partner on his arm. And yeah. that moment of realizing it's it's too late, you know? Mm -hmm. And I don't have the courage to walk back into that mall and tell my friends, I've been alive this whole time. Sorry, I never came back. Especially when the love of your life 
has buried you and moved on, you know, because you believed a lie about him, you know, like mm-hmm. that, would, that would be compelling. And I could forgive yeah. almost everything <laughs> if they had just given it some freaking depth, but none of this is for depth. None of this is for actual sure. character development or growth or none of it's compelling. It's all just stupid. So stupid. <laughs> Even if she had just heard word that, you know, Ray had this new girl called Danny and she had taken her place. Even that would have been, you know, not just as, you know, Bray's arm candy, but as as leader, kind of. That would have, at least that would have been valid enough for her to go, okay, yeah, ne- never mind. If you want her to still be angry at Bray, if you want her to still feel some some form of genuine betrayal by Bray, like he's somehow in the wrong through all of this, then yeah, you need to give her an actual reason, not this BS. You know, it's got to be something that Amber would actually believe and could be hurt by. Not this crap told to her by a known liar who has not only kidnapped her boyfriend before <laughs> and threatened to kill her and lied to them. Like, you're believing Ebony of all people. Let's just check our sources here, Amber. You know, like, this isn't Trudy. You know, I think it's <laughs> ebony. Okay. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, it, it must be the gospel truth. Mm. Yeah, why on earth did she not think to try and get answers from Trudy if anyone would have confirmed it if it was true and would have known it? And again, all this would be different if Amber actually just didn't care about this lie. If really, yeah. at the end of the day, she just latched on to any reason to not have to go back to that fight, you know? And this is as good as any. Like, you know what? Maybe Bray loves me. Maybe he doesn't. I just don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired. <laughs> and fine. Use that. But just if you want her to be still pissed off so they can be all dramatic, she and Bray and she can slap him and he can cry and blah, blah, blah. Then mm-hmm. yeah, have her see him. See how quickly he moved on and be like, that hurts. Wow. Yeah. Maybe he didn't love me. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, nothing happened between him and Ebony, but clearly he had no problem putting me in the ground and moving on with his life. And I'm the only one still holding on to this. I'm a fool <laughs> and storming off and feeling that sense of betrayal. It's not fair, but it's a real emotion that someone could feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If she's looking at his, her freaking replacement, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. seriously, I pretty much, it's been two weeks, you know, like, or something, whatever. I, I just got better. And you're already in the arms of another person. Like, okay, I'm upset about that. I, that hurts. Screw you guys. <laughs> I don't know why I bothered coming back here. I, here. Here I was feeling guilty. And especially since all of her friends seem to have moved on that quickly as well. Not just Bray, but everyone. Yeah, and that, that could be a reason she's seething and she sees them and she's still seething and feels this resentment and anger when she sees them. You know, but this story? See, here we are. We've sat here for 20 minutes and we've already thought of how many just off the I was just about to head. say, we, between us, we've come up with so many better versions. <laughs> and no, they were just like, I, I mean, I, 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 were you proud of yourselves, writers? Were you? Because I'm sorry. I, I understand Ooh. as a writer, the process, and most time I will always give you props for what you had to deal with, but you ought to be ashamed of yourselves for this. Like, this was a paycheck, apparently. Someone in the family needed braces, and this is the story you came up with. Like, 
I don't know how you ended the workday and said, good job, team. I mean, was this a mandate? And you were just forced to put this in the story? Blink twice if you need help. Just tell us. <laughs> so we had a baby together, did we, Ebony? And when was that exactly? It was you the whole time, wasn't it? You drove Amber out. You dug her grave, made us believe she was dead. I should have let the locos tear you into pieces when I had the chance. Baby? Grave? What are you talking about? Look, I don't know what your ex has been filling your ears up with, but it has got nothing to do with me. You were going to tell her that it was all lies. Oh, there you go again, Bray. I'm always the liar, aren't I? What, did I lie to you about the Chosen? Did I? Well, maybe this time she's the liar. Or maybe the explosion made her, I don't know, hallucinate? I'm going to find out the truth, Ebony. And I'm going to make her see it, I swear it. I didn't dig that grave, Bray. Somebody else did. I mean, yeah, yeah, we have to follow on straight away from this. Like, what did you make of what I thought was an extremely lackluster confrontation between Bray and Ebony? <laughs> okay, well, we're on the stupid train, so let's just keep <laughs> going with it. Um, Ebony, why are you here? Why are you still here, Ebony, I don't understand how Bray could even confront you with what Amber... I mean, I get it. Up until Eagle Mountain, maybe she was still just holding on. Maybe she was still just thinking, if I could get Bray redirected, I'll have them all to myself, whatever. But once you guys were all in Eagle Mountain and your secret's out, Amber's not in that ground, why didn't you sneak away? You know at this point, mm -hmm. he's gonna find her and she is going to tell him what you did. What are you still doing here, Ebony? Yep. <laughs> Because she could have easily just gotten away. What does he have to lose? Nothing. Because, you know, she didn't want to go back. She made the, the conscious choice to not go back for Alice. So why is she even trying? Why? Yeah. And, and why on earth is she holding that picture <laughs> out there? Why is she holding the proof of what she did? If she would have just kept that thing stuffed in her bra, nobody would have known. She there wouldn't have been proof that she had a picture and it would have been her word against Amber's, even if they just had to put her there, even though I don't get why she was there, but why on earth be there and show us that picture? Stand out there with that picture for Bray to find you like that. That's just, no, Ebony isn't that stupid. Like, Everyone's it's, just so stupid. Like even Bray, he was like, oh, Ebony, like, he's, like he didn't even believe it. Like, it's, it's, oh, sorry, it's just so annoying. Confrontation is just, it's, it's beyond levels of dumb. It's mediocre. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes things can be really dumb, but awesome, okay? The movie <laughs> Volcano, the Fast and Furious series, you know what I mean? <laughs> Commando. Some things can be dumb, but fabulous, you yeah. know? And this isn't even that. It's just a waste of everyone's time and talent this conversation has no juice no meat it's just no both bray and ebony oh, sound yeah. stupid it's I, I i don't even know why there's really a discussion i don't even know why bray after hearing what amber said really feels the need to confront ebony if i were bray i wouldn't go back out to yell at ebony i'd be like amber are you serious you're telling me that ebony told you this and you believe that like i would be still continuing my conversation mm -hmm. with Amber, like exactly. you know, Ebony can't be freaking trusted. Are you? He has to go out there and ask Ebony if this is this what you said about me. Are you serious, Bray? Like you don't know this woman? 
This should just be one more lie on top of every lie you know she's told. Exactly. And be like, I can't believe, yeah, I can understand. Be like, I cannot believe she said that. But I'd be still focused on Amber. How could you believe that? What proof are you talking about, Amber? What could she have possibly told or showed you that would make you believe I'd do this? Like, I don't understand how their conversation is over. And now he's talking yeah. to Ebony, and, and Ebony is just like, Ebony, give up the ghost. You're not going to get him to. You're not going to get this dog to drop this bone. Okay? He found her. Let it go. Exactly. It's too late now. We <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> like you as soon as he even got into that hut to be able to talk to Amber, that's when that's Ebony it. should have already been gone. She'd be like, funny. "All right. It's over. I I'm not going to There's no way I'm going to convince him to leave and I'll never be found out. Come on, Ebony. She she could have even taken Lex with her. Yeah, it's because so Lex didn't believe they they were going to help, so Lex would have even left with her if she wa- didn't want to be alone. Exactly, Lex is itching for action. Mm-hmm. She could so easily be like, you know, Lex, these guys aren't going to help us. Bray is now distracted with Amber. Let's just go and save your yeah. wife. And Lex would have yeah. been like, you know what? Let's go. Yeah, I can't take this anymore because that's what she says to him later. Do you know what I mean? Like that's how she convinces him to leave before they, you know, the Gaians come up with their decision because Lex is itching to go. Yeah. And it would be so easy to just convince him, we got to go, Lex. These guys aren't going to help us. Bray is distracted now. He's no longer thinking about saving Mallrats. He's obsessed with the fact that Amber's back from the dead. Let's go. You know, all this has to be still traumatizing for Lex that Amber's alive, but Zandra's still gone. You know, just so just get the frick out of here. Bray should have come out of that hut and not been able to find Ebony. I actually would have really loved that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that Ebony! Actually... <laughs> Anybody seen Ebony? And then we should see yeah. a shot of her trucking it through the woods mm-hmm. you know and, and that I could have been fine with it's, hey, it's... Nope, she's moved she's gone <laughs> Ebony doesn't stick around to pay the piper are you kidding nope oh, I, I just and, <clears throat> it, it, it does not make sense for, for her to want to fight the chosen that's the other thing yes thank you <laughs> no sense at all she doesn't want to fight the chosen she knows that Brain and the Eagle Amber are going to get together. Why is she there? What like why? It just makes it even worse. She's not going to fight the. Tr- oh. <laughs> yeah, because you know there would be only one reason for her to find to fight the Chosen, and that's payback to Jaffa. And see, that's no the- revenge. Revenge on Jaffa, I would get. But yeah, there's no other reason, and she'd already decided to just go. That's the problem with her own, like making Bray the reason that she doesn't abandon the city. Mm. Ebony needed her own reason for changing her mind and choosing to take back her city. She needed her own reason. And they, they botched that with the first episode of season three by having her reason be, I care about Bray again. Because everything she does from this point on just doesn't make any sense. Ebony needed her own reason to be like, you know what? I am not going to be beaten. This was my city. I ruled this place. I almost had it. You know what I mean? I I, I took the Locos, you know, after they almost, they would have abandoned me after Zoot was gone. But I I got that crown. It was mine. I would have had it if the virus hadn't come back. You know what I mean? I I nearly took over the Mallrats. I was going to run that place. You know, but then we didn't need the antidote anymore and it all just started to fall apart. But I got a militia. The city was almost mine again. And then the Chosen took it from me. Give her a 
valid motivation for wanting her city back instead of it being i just want i i want this fantasy with bray because as soon as that fantasy goes up in smoke why is she still here fighting what is she doing i love ebony being part of the rebellion but we're never given a reason for why she's even a part of it honestly the only motivation i could come up with for her is payback to jaffa because he made her look stupid and that's a great payback but they have to establish it and they never do They never bother to give her a motivation. Like I have her run off as soon as it, it, she's going to be found out. You know, Ebony's Amber's alive. I gotta go because it's like you haven't established why she'd go back to the city with Lex. No, you haven't and, given her a reason to want her. And, you know, you haven't said what her pay, like her what's pushing her to do anything. It would have even you know to keep her in the show. It would have even made sense if Ebony took off on her own. And the Chosen had snatched her as a prize. You know, that would have kept her in the show. That would have probably put her in the mall. But, you know, on the other side. But, yeah, it's... Or, or, how about this? Okay, we have to... We've got to work with the bones we're given here, okay? Um, How about this? Ebony realizes the grift is up. Amber's going to tell Bray all this crap. And she's never going to get her fantasy with him. You know, it's over. Okay, that's what she was holding on to. I got to get out of here. She takes off. Lex, he gets into his stupid fight with Pride, and then he realizes he's defeated. They're not going to help us, you know, and realizes Ebony's disappeared. And really, you know what I mean? And so there's Lex realizing, like, okay, who do I want my wife back? Who is going to help me get my wife back? Bray is distracted by Amber. These Gaians aren't going to help us. That leaves Dal. Never mind. And then I got to find Ebony. Ebony is the only person I can think of at yeah. this moment is actually going to help me get my wife back. And he finds her. You know what I mean? Because he's not mm-hmm. that far behind her. And he's the one who's like, they get into this. They have an argument. They have a discussion. You know, he calls her out. You're running away. Or your fantasy with Bray wasn't going to work out because he already did that. Let's do that again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. and then, you, you know, he can he can pull it out of her. Don't you have anything back there you want? Are you seriously going to just let the chosen take everything? And and then you can explore. Like, you know what? No. Yeah. It was You're going to let Joffa win. <laughs> he took everything from me. I want payback. You know, what do you want, Ebony? Yeah. I want payback. I want his head. Well, then let's go get it together. <laughs> and there you go. You got Lex and Ebony together. But yeah. <laughs> because after everything that's happened, why on earth would they let Ebony stick with them? I, I just, I get Even from Bray and Amber's point of view, why on earth would they let Ebony help them? I, I love drama. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I get it. Sometimes you just mm-hmm. need drama for drama's sake. But it needs to serve a purpose. This serves no purpose. Nothing that you couldn't have gotten there in a better way. I just, this is just lazy. It's lazy drama. You know, it's jingling keys. Look at the shiny. Isn't this exciting? And it's like, there's nothing compelling about this. Because the minute, yeah, in the moment it's happening, you might be like, what? What? You know, it's got your attention. But it's a jump scare. It's not compelling. It doesn't stay with you at all after it's over. You know, it, I just, I, countless ways the story could have been told. And I do not understand how they landed at this one, except for lack of caring and lack of respect for the audience. No, you're absolutely right. Like, you said it, yeah, you said it perfectly. Like, there's so many different ways that I could get to this exact same place <laughs> without making everyone look so stupid including us it's just yeah mind-boggling how this happened but um we'll come back to this in a little bit um 
when we see the Fight Club. But first, let's return to the mall. Not eating today. Too many preservatives. One doesn't eat. All don't eat. Take the food from them. I hate you. Hate is good. So is fear. Leave her alone. Hate is what he wants. Deny him what he wants. So, Yapana, we have talked about the different forms of resistance before, but what did you make about these scenes between Alice and Tai San and the scene with Luke about to strike Alice? That's a weak mm-hmm. pimp slap, Luke. Come on, this is Alice. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to wind up more than that, buddy. <laughs> oh, I would have loved to see him try and hit her because he would have hit back. I was shocked when I saw that. I was like, ooh, Luke. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame him. I'm sure no. laundry in this world is a pain in the butt, okay? <laughs> I'm like, no, you didn't. I only have this one set of robes. <laughs> but these are my Sunday robes. It looks like they're being forced to, like, eat paper mache. I'd be upset. So, <laughs> I'm like, Luke, oh my gosh. But seriously, put your heart into it, Luke. If you're going to hit Alice. You better take a running start, buddy. I, I honestly, I, I feel it's so wrong for Luke, of all people, to try and hit a girl. I mean, I don't think he would have ever dared, or or the thought would have crossed his mind if he would have had someone like Celine in front of him. I don't know, I just think it adds another layer to Luke. You know, yeah. we can see, we'll see his kindness, but here we see a very human moment, a moment that reminds mm-hmm. you, he was with the Locos, okay? Mm-hmm. He was part of a gang of roving kids causing chaos in the streets at one point in time. Just because he got tired of it, <laughs> yeah, doesn't mean he doesn't still have some of those instincts in him where he don't want to take mm-hmm. any BS from somebody, you know? True. <laughs> you know... I, I can imagine it being a split-second respond if someone does that. I get it. Attempt to do that. It's, it's very human. Especially when you think of what you're doing as an act of mercy. Like, look, we're feeding you on the regular. This meal looks much more substantive than, like, the last watery broth they were given. And this is mm-hmm. how she's behaving. Especially when you see her deliberately spill her bowl and say, oh, I'm sorry, can I have some more? And you're just like, okay, okay, give her some more. And then she just pours it on you. Yeah, that's a human reaction. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm going to slap the red out of your hair. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that's that's just a fun little human moment for Luke. (laughs) I like it. And the look on Alice's face, she she doesn't even flinch. She's like, bring it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good luck with this. I you hit been me, I'll hit you back. In her fight. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> she definitely would have hit him back. Yeah, her, her hands are on her hips like, I wish a mofo would. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, everything else. Let's see, let's see. Okay, there's a, a lot to unpack here. Um, where to start? I, I find it interesting that Allie tells her not to push them too far, even though it was the other way around at first. Because when Jack had just been taken, they kept telling Ellie not to push it, not to push it. I think that makes sense. You know what I mean? Before Jack was taken, Ellie didn't realize how bad the consequences could be. Mm-hmm. And then she she pushed yeah. Jack. And then Jack got oh, his ass handed to him. I'm still so sorry for that beating. And uh, and then he was taken 
from his family and she still has no idea if he's alive, if he's okay, if he's being beaten and tortured and starved. She has no idea what's happened to him. All she knows is that it wouldn't have happened if I hadn't pushed him. He'd still be with us. We'd still be together. He'd, he's, I know I could see for myself he was relatively safe. And I think that would make it would make sense that she wouldn't want to lose her sister due to her sister's temper. You know, mm-hmm. like if, you know, especially she just watched this guy nearly hit her sister. You know, don't push it, sis, please. I can't lose you too. Mm-hmm. Because I know now that these guys are serious. They've, they've killed us. They've taken us away. They've beaten us. They've starved us. Please, sis, don't push it. You know, um, I think that's just a natural progression. Yeah, true. And they've also told them that, you know, that Dell's dead as well. Yeah. So it's just like, you're all I got left. I mean, the rest of these guys are okay, but you, of all the people I care about, you're basically the last one. So don't, please, don't push it. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I, I like the conversation between um, Alice and Tysan. You know, um, again, I still wish these kids had more of a conversation of the whole stick together. So what is going to be our method? Because again, this is why everyone's faltering and falling apart because they haven't come up with a a method of sticking together mm. and defying the chosen in a way that works for everybody yet. They none of them have had this discussion. They just keep saying the same thing: we have to stick together. Yeah, that's great. So what's the plan? You know, none of them have one. So it's like you you can't stick together if you don't have an adhesive. Like, come on here, you guys, discuss yeah. what you're gonna do to stick together so that everybody can agree to it and be on the same page, but you're leaving everyone to flounder. So these token protests of let's stick together mean nothing. I know if it were me in the group, I'd be like, yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't help me, you know, stick together. How guys. So I do like this conversation between Alice and Tyson and, you know, Tyson seeing her friend is frustrated and fuming and she knows Alice feels completely guilty because she again she was she just let her temper get the best of her and didn't think last time we did this everybody didn't get their food so you know what i mean that, that's what and she say now because it got taken away yeah exactly and she's like crap i should have seen that coming but i just you know i, I saw red and i'm so sick of this and I, I think it's a genuine question alice is asking her so what you I'm, I'm not weakening and it's just like no you're not but what about everyone else alice you know and that there are other forms of resistance and um, other ways that we can fight them without outright antagonizing them and risking everybody while we do that. Mm-hmm. And it's a glimpse at the friendship they had, mm-hmm. you know, and I mean, granted, we never really get it back, but it's just a nice moment for between those two that I like and um, comfort, you know, because, you know, Alice needed someone to talk to her after that because she really did feel bad and Ellie's the only one who would forgive her in that moment everyone else is just too tired and hungry to give her a gentle word and so mm-hmm. I, I like that it was Tysan who came to her to check on her friend like um that was that was sweet and yeah and it made sense especially since she understands she too is resisting you know and um she gets Alice she understands that Alice is chomping at the bit to do something for <laughs> against these guys, you know? And so I, I like that. Um, is it anybody else think it's strange that very suddenly they're now just allowed to be in their rooms? <sighs> mm-hmm. Like Only these, if involved. It's a strange, it's a strange scene of um, establishing 
what's where everyone like okay they're being fed downstairs at the bottom of the stairs they have like you know their little chow line mm-hmm. but then what later when um Ty, uh, not Tyson, but uh, Celine and Alice are kind of having a go at each other. They're upstairs in the cafe. Mm-hmm. As far as we knew, they weren't allowed up there, but they're just chilling. They're just sitting up there and they're not eating. There's no guards around. They're just in the cafe. And then, you know, Celine's like, I'm going to go change. Change into what? <laughs> Who gave you clothes? <laughs> Look at you guys. You're filthy. And she's just going to go to her room and change, apparently. And and then, of course, the Guardian finds Tyson in her room. And it's like, when were they allowed this free access to wherever they want to go in the mall suddenly? I, when mm-hmm. was this established? Like, what is going... You, the Supreme Mother is upstairs. <laughs> That's her room. <laughs> Why are the slaves just wandering around now? Like, it's just odd to me. Yep. <laughs> because we don't care about Trudy, right? Because <laughs> it's convenient that in the same episode where Trudy's given her freedom, so are the Mallrats, kind of. <laughs> mm-hmm. Weird. Uh, yeah, yeah, but how else are you going to have Trudy um, spy on the Mallrats if you have to confine? I love how filthy everyone is, even though they haven't been given anything to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, they would be gross. <laughs> like, just chilling at the bottom of those stairs for days. Like, could you please just... I just need a washcloth, please. You know, I'm disgusting. Mm. But yeah, I'm going to go change. What? <laughs> I was totally mm. flabbergasted when Celine said that. But I did like Alice's follow-up line. That's what I'm afraid of, you know. Um, frankly, Alice, I think that's giving Celine too much credit. She doesn't change at all, okay? She's just Celine. And yeah, just to finish this segment off... Um because directly following on from this, we witness a discussion between the Guardian and Luke about the Morats. And interestingly, Luke is fearful of the Morats' strength coming from Alice, whereas the Guardian sees it in Tysan. And yeah, just briefly, what did you make of that? I think that made a lot of sense. Well, Luke sees the person who is loud and strong and obvious, whereas I highly doubt that, especially with the flash- flashback we've seen where Joff was in a classroom, he f- always felt more like the quiet one, the dangerous one, but the quiet one. So I can understand why he finds the person that seems to be more quiet and, you know, that's already mentioned what kind of philosophy she follows and has shown the way she thinks to be way more dangerous than someone visually strong as Alice. I think that's a, it's just a great scene. I actually love the way, like the way it's filmed too. You get that point of view of them looking down at the Mallrats. And um, again, here's Luke defending the Supreme Mother. And Jaffa immediately changes his tune on Trudy because it's Luke confronting him on how she's being treated. And just like I said, he tiptoes. He's like, huh. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. I'll see it from your point of view. You know, even though he knows, like, Luke states the obvious. She was obviously tricked, you know, by Bray and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. Guardian knows that because he literally said that to Trudy. You know, you're swayed by your womanly weaknesses and stuff. So, but mm-hmm. he's acting like, oh, I never thought of that before, <laughs> that she might not be to blame. And it's like, he's only backpedaling because Luke is confronting him. One of his highest chosen is confronting his behavior and calling it out. Yeah. And so he's like, okay, I guess I have to let her out of her room and back off a little bit because it's becoming very noticeable what I'm, you know, how I'm treating her. So, and he um, doesn't want his minions to go against him. 
Exactly. So, you know, I, I like that and how that establishes their dynamic with each other and that he does need his higher chosen. He needs chosen like Luke who believe him and follow him unquestionably. But that means he also has to tread softly with them. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I like that for Luke, the obvious obstacle is Alice, you know, and for Java, he's like, hmm. No, it's the quiet ones. <laughs> <It's> the <Yeah. laughs> so quiet ones are way more dangerous. <laughs> but I also get the sense that, yeah, it, it's. I think it says something that he's not worried about Alice's form of resistance because it's 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 just might makes right. You know what I mean? And he knows he has the might to overpower mm -hmm. Alice. He is not at all concerned about that kind of resistance. He's interested in the cerebral. And um, the way he eyes Tyson, you know what I mean? Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely creepy, <laughs> definitely leering. Um, and I also felt like he, he's having this conversation with Luke. I, okay, just stay with me. But I almost feel like he wants an excuse to mingle among the mall rats so that he can talk to Tyson. Mm hmm. So yeah, he lets he's covering his ass, right? I, I really do feel like that's part of it, and maybe that's why the mall rats are given a little bit more free roam. Maybe that's why uh, Trudy is let off her leash. You know what I mean? So he can get to Tyson without anybody being aware or noticing. It wouldn't be out of place if the mall rats are able mm -hmm. to roam a little free and are allowed to go to their rooms. He's a better chance of confronting Tyson when she's not surrounded by her fellow mall rats. Let's separate them. Let's break them up so we can talk to them on their own. And um, so that's creepy. And <laughs> I also really love how much more confident Tyson has become now that she knows what she's dealing with. Or at least she thinks she knows. You know, she's sussed out the Guardian. Like, look at her demeanor from when they were first captured to how she talks to him on the stairs. Like, she gets in his face very gently, very sexy. And <laughs> mm -hmm. she leans <laughs> you know in. He's doing. She's like, starve him. And she, the way, and you know he was like, okay, I, I got to mm -hmm. be able to talk to this woman. I can't, I can't, I got to, I got to get her alone <laughs> because... Ooh, girl. He's like, step on me. <laughs> mm -hmm. I can smell you. I can't. You, know what I mean? like, you could tell he was so turned on. He was like, I, yeah, I, he that. was so. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Yeah. And she knows it. She's like, okay, I'm not afraid of you. I, I can see you. You're just a little boy who didn't get any attention. You know what I mean? And um, so I like all that. I think it's. Maybe that's why the mall rats are allowed to roam. It would make sense for Jaffa because he needs to cover his own track. So, yeah, that's, I think, the most plausible excuse for this. Okay, I know you're all waiting to talk about the shirtless fight. So, let's, <laughs> let's get naked and wrestle. <laughs> I'll be happy to fight in the same cause as you if the tribe wish it. Yeah, I guess I'll let you tag along. You're a great, Lex. You're right. Find out. You're an ox head, Lex. But losing this fight may have just helped our cause. You think I lost? You've got it all wrong, Bray. Just let him win. So back at the guiding camp, a frustrated Lex turns on the tribe, calling them cowards for not helping them and baiting them to fight him to prove him wrong. Pride tries to step in, but ends up agreeing to fight Lex, shirtless, of course, with <laughs> the entire tribe gathering to watch them. So yeah. What did you make of the outburst, the fight itself, and Bray's thoughts? 
<sighs> I, I felt he was very on par for Lex, because, you know, he would call out people that don't want to fight. Because in his eyes, the only reason not to fight is because you're scared. And he's frustrated. So from him, I get it. I'm just... <laughs> I'm still surprised about that part. <laughs> Why did they suddenly have to fight shirtless? Because Garmin's getting away, man. I, I, I was going to say, I don't mind, but... Zabane! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> if anyone has to be shirtless, no it's the long-haired guys. <laughs> I have no issues with that. So it good. makes more sense for these two than it would have for... You know, Jack and Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's a good scene. I think it, it serves its purpose for everyone involved. Uh, and it, it, it is character driven. So I'll give it that. Um, mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure Pride is got a lot on his mind, you know, having brought these people back and seeing how upset Amber is. And the peace they had has been disrupted. You know what I mean? The peace he and Amber had has been disrupted. And um, I imagine mm -hmm. that all the moments we don't see Pride, he's starting to ask himself, was this the best idea? You know what I mean? Um, and he so, broke his tribe's rules. Yeah, you know. bringing them there, you know? And then there's the question of, was that a good idea? Not just for me personally, but just for us in general. Are these the kind of people we would want to ally ourselves with? I like that it makes sense for Lex. Yes, he's very frustrated. Lex likes to punch his way out of the box, you know, and he needs to wear himself out like that. And I guarantee at some point Lex is asking himself, was it worth coming all this way to try and get help from these people? Maybe pride is pretty cool, but uh, his tribe ain't living up to what all the things he was telling me about them. You know, I met this guy. He's a warrior. He's smart. He's good on his feet. Trapped us in the woods, helped us rescue Bray. And yet I'm not seeing that from his tribe. Maybe this was a mistake. You know, I need to punch someone. I need to get this out of my system. And also, are they, would they be someone I'd want fighting next to me? You know, and so they both just needed to punch it out. It's a nice release of their personal tension. And it does show us the audience and it shows the characters that the Gaians could defend themselves. Just because they choose mm -hmm. not to live that way doesn't mean they couldn't. And it also, as Pride points out, that Lex has a good fighting spirit. Maybe these mall rats wouldn't be the worst people to ally yourself with if they've got this kind of fighting yeah. spirit. So yeah, it just it's a fun scene, I suppose. You know, I love Pride's fighting stance. <laughs> you know, Lex is a little brawler. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's been joisy, and yet you got Pride. <laughs> the way he's walking through the circle. It was a lot of chest flexing. Yeah. <laughs> this is elevated fighting. It's a dance. <laughs> this is how we fight in a wood, y'all. And I love that Bray just looks bored with the whole thing. Bray is just like, I'll torch this whole place to the ground. I have had enough. Like, uh, probably just happy that Lex is getting it out in a constructive way. Like, oh my word. <laughs> and who knows? Hey, someone's punching Lex. <laughs> at least he's not having a go at me. I have enough on my plate. Mm-hmm. At least Pride's dealing with Lex, so I don't have to. I even like his reasoning. Like, you know, you losing this fight might have actually worked in our favor, because they may mm -hmm. see how desperate yeah. we need help. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, did Lex actually pull his punches? Did he throw the fight? No. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I can, I can obviously, I could see, I could see it going both ways. Um... Even with how annoyed and angry Lex was. 
I I I do honestly get it that that was his first response after losing because that's very Lex. It works both ways for me. Like whether or not mm. Lex threw the fight, I'm like, you know what, the scene still mm. it still tracks. It still yeah. works. Yeah. yeah, I like that. You never know, really know Lex. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we why one thing that surprised me was the cut to his lip. Did that surprise anybody else? You know, they need to show. This is yeah. the time to show what the Gaians can do. Yeah. You know, we mm. already seen Lex as a street fighter. We know he will fight until he literally can't get up any longer. Yeah. But we need to know, well, would the Gaians fight? Could they take out our little fighter Lex? Um, scrappy. We need to see that. And so mm-hmm. having pride injure Lex, but in a respectful way, he doesn't fight dirty in any way whatsoever and still be, you know, like honorable as a fighter it establishes the kind of fighters the Gaians are it puts us in their mm-hmm. corner we want them on our side taking out the chosen you gotta have a little blood mm-hmm. to make it clear who won even though lex on the ground it's very clear who won but <laughs> the, the tiny bit of blood shows that yeah pride is kicking his arse there's just a lot of more blood this season <laughs> compared to previous seasons yeah. we've had jack just breathe into a pulp <laughs> You see blood here reflected just a bit. Perhaps yeah. a different makeup artist. Mm. And again, yeah, the flashback with Amber as well. It's just like it's just more noticeable this season so far. I yeah, mean. you're right. But I really, I really don't like the way um, Amber is shot among her own Gaians. Um, I already told you I didn't like the costume design for her and Pride compared to the Gaians. Um, mm-hmm. But I really don't like the staging of how Amber is shown among her own people so far. All we've literally seen Amber do is stand in a room staring out the window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could they not give her anything to do? You know, like, may, I, I don't care. Just give her a desk. Have her some, like, some paperwork around her. Like, she's making ledgers or keeping track of their supplies. Like, this is Amber. We saw how she runs around the mall and taking care of things. But now all she does is sit around her ceremonial feathers in a room pacing? Because that's just all you've let her do so far. Now, granted, her dialogue is still on par with Amber, but it's like, whose idea was this as good staging to show Mm. us her participating within her own tribe as their leader? Because every shot of her is just in that hut staring out a window. You know, like there's nothing even in the hut that demonstrates that people live there and that any work gets done there. It's a hollow room. It's just weird. I I know it's just maybe it's just me, but Mm -hmm. staging matters. And I don't know why this is how she's filmed like she this is just where she hovers <laughs> until she has to come out and make a proclamation like seriously what kind of come on guys i have a question about this actually like this this whole guy in setup is a bit confusing to me maybe you guys can clarify it how does this tribe actually run it doesn't because <laughs> they kind of they kind of say am the leader but there's a council that makes the decision but they all have a say anyway mm-hmm. it's just a bit I'm a bit confused, just to say that. Um, I, I guess that makes sense. Um, for me, I had to do a lot of group dynamic stuff like this. And it's ICS if I don't say. Even that, I don't think, is where it goes. It's more that she keeps the direction of, like, this is what we'll do next. She's just an arbiter, then. Exactly. That's what mm-hmm. I get the sense <sighs> of. Because, yeah, she doesn't decide whether or not they're going back to the city. Um, it's she makes it clear it's actually not my decision i'm not that kind of leader but i help keep people focused on how we're going to solve a problem like we are going to have a meeting 
that's what we're going to do. That's how we'll decide, you know, because it, it seems like before she came along, according to Pride, they couldn't decide on how things should go. And they squabbled amongst mm-hmm. themselves a lot. They needed somebody who could keep them. Because, I mean, that's how she liked things in the mall, too. She wanted everyone to decide things. But Amber usually helped, you know, g- g- you know, just keep them in the lanes. And like, okay, okay, guys, we all have to still decide on these major decisions. But they just needed that voice of reason, you know. And I think that's what she is with the Gaians. Okay, see, that kind of makes sense. But then what's the point of the council if every single person has a a vote anyway? Again, it's just to make sure that, like, a council happens. You know what I mean? Keep things from getting out of hand. Um, That everybody agrees, okay, if Amber says this meeting should be over because it's not getting anywhere, we all respect that sort of thing. Um, But, like, sorry, (laughs) like, the council, like, the step of a council means there's specific members, like we see with Grey Owl. But it seems that everybody can just be in this meeting i don't think it's a council though i I don't that's the kind of way they put it though like it's a council i think it's more like um just a meeting i don't mean maybe it's just word usage was improper but i don't think the guyans have a council like a group of people who make the decisions i think it's more like we're having a council meeting where everybody can come and discuss how they feel about the situation and you know but everyone who wants to say gets a say. And then uh, I, I do. I am. Um, hmm. And, you know, and then, of course, in the end, she they have to vote. You know what I mean? Like, I want you to think about what's been said here and we'll talk about, you know, we'll talk about this. We'll decide later. And only after that, it, I guess I imagine they did it by vote. Like everybody comes back together. They've thought about what was said to them. And it's like, OK. Mm-hmm everybody in favor of going to help the city and everybody in favor of staying here and doing our thing. And mm-hmm. I, that's how I imagine it's, that's what they're trying to tell us. Yeah. That's how it felt like to me. At least. Interesting. No, no, that's, that's, that's not how I got it before. Like before with what Pied used to say about how they were before set up. Like, yeah. And now it just, yeah. I, I think know. you're right. I think she's just an arbiter who helps keep them on task mm. when they're squabbling, you know, and it could very well be that, you know, at first they were squabbling about who needs to be the leader and we need a leader. And then they made Amber leader and she did things differently because she involved everyone. That could be it, too, you know, because we know how she treats leadership mm. at the end of the day. So maybe that's that's they just saw her leadership qualities and they were like, this is a voice we're all willing to listen to. And Amber's like, yeah, that's not how I do things. Everybody has a voice. I'll just keep you guys from running off a cliff. But, sorry, <laughs> but then she's given like this prominent hut and yeah, I don't know. It, it's just, it just mix. It's just weird. It doesn't mesh completely for me. I don't know. No, you're Maybe right. It's, my it's, brain it's a little it. contradictory just, because it, in, it, in, it, it insinuates in hierarchy. Yeah. You know, so it's a little like, wait, but you know. I, I'm probably overthinking it but yeah it's just a bit weird it it might just be that some of the members just feel that they have to have a leader for some reason yeah mm-hmm. like it's it's yeah every place needs someone in charge at the end of the day or someone to go to with issues yeah she might mm-hmm. just be admin you know as usual not marriage kind <laughs> <laughs> and it, it might true, just yeah. be like uh uh, the sets, you know, so that she has, she seems to have the only, you know, prominent hunt. It may just be the set design right there. Again, I don't think it's as thorough as it we could have been. Yeah, we, we don't see the whole village, of course. 
Right. And there's a lot more mm-hmm. people to the eco to the guidance than we see. Because you're like, where does everybody sleep? What's going on here? You know, um, I didn't even like again. So I think it might just be we're not going to be here that long. So let's just throw something up that looks really cool, but we're not really designing this to think about the logistics. In the same way, the mall is not a place you'd actually go shopping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's meant to be interesting <laughs> set for the kids to play in, but you wouldn't go shopping in that place. It's a fire hazard. It's a death <laughs> trap. Are you kidding me? Don't eat in that cafe. You'll be poisoned. <laughs> so it could just be like, we're not going to be here that long. Let's just make this look interesting. But no, we're not actually thinking about, is this livable? How does this tribe actually live here? You know, where do they sleep? Where do they eat? You know, in the trees. You know, all, all fair points. Oh, Judy, I'm so worried. What's going to happen to my baby? Shh. It's all going to be all right. But it's time to give up the fight now. Join us. And you could convince Patsy and Chloe. They'd be safe then. I can't. May, you can see, can't you? Persuade her. For the baby's sake. I'll have you removed from your duties too. So you can look after Celine. I mean, I'm over, so I can't really bother talking about her. But yeah, what do you guys think about the scene here? I'm over. I, I, I think because she had to spy on them, Trudy went for the person that's, that she knows will break first. Because, you know, Patsy has Chloe and Patsy is afraid, but Celine is the weakest link. And Trudy knows how unstable Celine can get when it comes to food. And not having access to food. So her going to Celine, I totally get. And then, you know, the moment May mentions the pregnancy, yeah, it, it makes sense to make use of that. It's an easy win. Yeah, it is. It's that logical. is what it is. It makes sense. And if you want to show that to the Guardian that, yes, I found stuff out and I managed this, Celine and May are a good way to go because they're obvious. And are not the tiny little children that would be scared of her. You know, it's... So, yeah, I, th- I think that was a very smart move. Maybe kindness works, Java. Um, nah, this is this is just logical. It's not like it's 4D chess. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, like, just send her in and be nice to her friends until they capitulate. You know, does You know what I mean? Whatever. Your way's not working, yeah. Java. Um, so, you know, whatever. Actually, this is where I have to start asking myself, why do you care if you break the rest of these mall rats, Jaffa? You got the leaders out mm. of the way. You have the entire city. Why do you care about these seven freaking kids? Like, I don't understand. Like, you were willing to throw a kid off a roof because he didn't bow down fast enough. I don't know why you care about breaking them. Just s- send them to the slave paddocks like with everybody else. Or kill them. I don't know why you need to break them. Yeah. You have them all. Their leader's gone. I, I don't get this anymore. I, I honestly think his obsession with Tyson has already started. He can have her. I'm just saying, you don't need yeah. the rest, yeah, the rest of them to get her. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. Or separate them. Stop letting them stay together yeah. at the mall. Yeah. If you want Tyson, you can't kill her friends. Because you're not going to win her over that way. Fine. Yeah. But just ship her friends to other places. 
send them to the mines, other slave cages, wherever you're holding mm-hmm. these slaves. Just break up the stupid group of kids. You have broken the city. You've broken the Marats. You don't need these guys on your team. You don't like these guys. I don't understand why you're still trying to win <laughs> over these guys through the slowest method possible. Just get rid of them. And then tell Tyson, like, you want to win her over? Be like, Hey, I've sent your friends away, but if you're nice to me, I'll make sure that they're okay. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't get it anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. You've yeah. sussed them out. <laughs> You've already seen who's willing to join you and who isn't. All right. You did your job. I, I, I think it's a matter of pride right now. It's He just wants to cross all those tiny dots off his list just for the fun of it. Care about the rest of them. Mm. There's a confrontation <laughs> between Alice and Luke, and Jaffa doesn't even care about it. He's not like, I need mm. to break Alice. He's, he immediately looks over at Tyson, <laughs> like, mm, <laughs> I don't really care about the rest, but I want that one. I want that one. I've decided who in this group <laughs> I want on board. He doesn't, he, well, no, later, he doesn't care about Celine. He doesn't care about May. May has to push herself forward to be useful to Jaffa. He didn't seek her out. Mm-hmm. He does not care about any of these kids. He doesn't care about any of the, yeah. It doesn't make sense. So just let him go. <laughs> just break him up. Say, okay, I, 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 okay. I see but we've never said his plans were the brightest. So, like, just because this is stupid. I don't know why you're holding on to this small group of slaves. That you don't even have doing anything personal for you. You don't have them shining your boots, cleaning your room. Mm. So you don't need them here. Just send them to designated stations yeah. and have them work with the rest of the slaves that you didn't win over in the city. You broke them all rats. That's how the city sees it. You broke them all rats. I, 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 Unfortunately, because they're not the resistance, we have to have them all grouped together mm. um, doing nothing much. <laughs> I, I do wonder, you know, because Bray is the one who really resisted. And who told these small rats to, you know, to resist, to always resist him. That's the only thing I can come up with, that he wants to win them over or just at least make sure they know they're de- they're fully defeated. Because that's the last thing Bray said to him and he can't stand the fact that Bray got away. Yeah, I'm sorry, not working. That that's. Mm, I mean, that's, I'll give you, I'll give yeah. you credit for trying to come up with something, but <laughs> not, not me. I, I'm I don't trying. I'm it. trying. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see it. Just throw them in yeah. other slaves. Just put them in with other slaves. I mean, not together. Yeah. Just split them up and other slaves, and that'll definitely let them know that. Yeah, Bray was wrong. Like whatever. You know what I mean? Like this is sending Trudy to spy among them. Why? <laughs> Why, Why do you care? Well, finished. Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> but perhaps he has all the information he needs. Yeah, but, but perhaps, she was spying on them for months. <laughs> oh, per- perhaps make her do that so he still has that hold over her. It's Him something her- he can make her door. <laughs> I understand Jaffa giving her busy work. I get that. Okay, but it doesn't need to be with these guys. It could be with anybody. Like yeah, at the end of know- the day, him holding the mall rats here is pointless. Yeah, it's just story convenience. Uh, it it is technically still torturing Trudy, which is one of his kinks. Yeah, but she doesn't care anymore about her friends. Like she cares about Brady, and she cares mm. about not being abused by Jaffa. That's it. 
You know what I mean? She's already proven. You know what I mean? It, 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 you already tried to get her to set Bray on fire. You know what I mean? Like, none of these other kids. What does she care about? Yeah. You, you want to torture her, you force her to do something terrible to these kids, not just be like, go walk among them. And, you know, nah, nah. Drink, drink, you don't need the Marats for that. Okay? Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. You have to betray them constantly. Again, again, again. Nah, it's just, it's, I get it. It's, it's a plot device, but it's just not logical for the way Jaffa has been set up. Like, he has all these stories and he doesn't know what to do with them. Like, just send them to the work barracks. Send them to the mines. Ship them off to different places. Separation is the best way to break up the group. If you're worried about these kids rising up, do not keep them together, Jaffa. Like, yeah, just- that would have that been a smart thing to do. We can't have that. I get it. The mall is a great set. But this is the season to shake it up and force the the mall rats to have to to be in small pockets, separated from each other. And now the challenge is communicating with each other. That would at least have given the mall rats and their personal resistance something to do. Like putting up signs about the resistance would make more sense if it's the only way they could try to communicate with the fellow mall rats in other camps Mm -hmm. of slaves. You know what I mean? Like, we got to get the word out there. We don't, you know, that would be more interesting than just watching these guys have the same damn conversation in every episode. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like they haven't got other sets to use. They've got the hotel. They've got the farm. It's like like, there are places they could use to make this work. It's just. I mean, you can still have things going on in the mall, but only keep the people that Jaffa's personally interested Mm. there. Like, like the people he's actually interested in like, winning over for whatever reason, cleavage. Um, <laughs> like, just those people should be in the mall and split up the Break rest of else them. Up, yeah. Man, that would make mm. this much more exciting to watch. Mm. Because eventually the scenes in the mall are going to drag. I mean, they really are for me, but yeah. <laughs> because there's only so many things these kids can keep saying to each other about this resistance. And they stop evolving in their own resistance and their own struggle with this. It just, they become in stasis. As soon as a few kids are won over and decide to join the Chosen, they never evolve through the Chosen. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Celine stays an acolyte forever. Despite doing everything the Chosen want her to. It's just, they get stuck. Because they don't know what to do with that. At least for Betty, it made sense, you know? Just silly. She moves up, but then she gets caught. So, yeah, I just, Jaffa, just take mm-hmm. Tysan. She's the only one you want. Send her friends away, and then use that to try to get what you want from Tysan. Give the Mallrat something better to do. I do wonder if he honestly thinks he can magically win them over to his <sighs> ideas of what life is well if he cared i'd buy that he doesn't doesn't care yeah he doesn't care enough (laughs) jaffa doesn't even care about what he believes in because he doesn't even believe in it jaffa believes in himself (laughs) in the imaginary relationship he had with zoot that's what jaffa cares about (laughs) he cares about punishing the girl who you know rejected zoot and having her under his thumb he doesn't care about this he literally said as much to ebony when she was like oh you started a religion he's like people need something to believe in you know what i mean like that's he's never cared about any of this so converting these kids he does not care he has what he wanted the city he's got control he doesn't need them anymore i'm sorry sweetheart (laughs) it doesn't mean java is a bad bad guy he's awesome but come on java 
you know who you want now. So you can stop playing with the rest of them. He doesn't, it's not like he gets any satisfaction from torturing the others. If he did, I'd get that. If, like if mm -hmm. he personally went out of his way to just torture these kids, I'd be like, oh, that's the sadist in him. He likes having playthings and he can't always mm -hmm. be Trudy because the rest of the chosen will notice. That would work. But he has, he's completely indifferent to the rest of these mall rats. So that doesn't work. All right, let's go back to the Gaians. If you help us to gather resistance among the free tribes, we may all have a chance. But if you wait, if you stand alone, you will all be turned into slaves. All the things you love, all the things you respect, will be absorbed by the ways of the Chosen. So yeah, panel, what did you make of this council meeting and the debate itself? And did you think Bray's words were moving enough? It's functional. Yeah. Again, they're not like reinventing the wheel or anything. Um, they obviously couldn't pay any other guy-ins to have some persuasive arguments. So Grey Owl's the only one who gets to make one. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's just, it's just these two arguments. That's it. That's all it is. You know, isolationism has protected us. And Bray saying, well, eventually you're going to be so isolated when you're screwed, you won't have anyone to help you. That's the argument. It's fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I'm on Grey Owl's side, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> nope. The mall rats are gonna ruin your lives. Stay away from them. I do really like Rael. I'm actually sad we barely see more of him and he's suddenly gone later on. Replaced by Hawk. Yeah. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, like uh, Yeah. <laughs> he is the most interesting looking guy in. Um mm -hmm. see that's how you make a guy in costume that's distinctive but still works within the realm of what they're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he stands out, but he still looks like he's a member of this group, unlike Pride and Amber, who do not look like they belong here at all. You know, um, Grey Owl's got good costume work, great makeup design, and uh, he milks his part. Well done. Yeah, The whole argument that, you know, eventually the Chosen will overtake so many other tribes that you will be in danger too. So please fight with us now. I get it. Because, you know, when you're desperate, you'll try anything to convince people to help you. And he does have a point. But I don't think the Chosen would be that big a threat. But they don't know that. Right. So they, they don't know how far the Chosen are going to want to go. Mm -hmm. So it's a fair argument to make. You know, yeah, Jaffa took the city. But once upon a time, his only ambition was to take a baby. You know what I mean? Once upon a yeah. time, his only ambition was to convince kids not to take a life-saving antidote. You know what I mean? You don't know how far this guy's control issues are going to go. Yeah. You know, he started with, you know, the, with the argument that, oh, we don't want Ebony to lead us. The more and more he gets away with, the more and more he wants. So you just don't know. So it's a, it's a totally fair argument. Again, I'm still on Grey Owl's side. Uh, he saw the pentangle and he said, oh no, bad juju. Mm -hmm. I, I had a vision <laughs> and... Uh, Five-pointed star told me to stay away from them. Yeah, like, no. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it works. It's fine. Um, Bray looks so tired. Yeah. He does make the compelling, I'm so tired, we desperately need help look. And to be fair, the guy has every right to be tired after the week he's had. Just, oh. 
I don't, I don't. I just wanted a bit more passion, I guess, from his argument. I'm actually, I was relieved that it wasn't there just because often he comes across as so overwrought that I'm like, oh my gosh. This just felt like a realistic expression of emotion for a person who is literally exhausted of the emotional roller coaster he's just been on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I said, he was indifferent to the fight between Lex and Pride because he's got other things on his mind. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, let Lex punch out his frustrations. Oh, my gosh. Amber thinks I had a baby. You know what I mean? Like, just, and her. dead. And oh, my. I, look, guys. That they just tortured me. I hit my head. Look, guys. I heard this. I heard that. They burned, a, tried to I'm burn a, me. Yeah, I'm exhausted. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and get on my knees and cry and beg you. I, I'm just telling you straight up. If you don't help us. There won't be anyone to help you, okay? I'm just going to let you know. That's how this is going to go, all right? I, I don't got time. If you can't see the threat, I'm just putting it to you plain. I just don't I don't have it in me. <laughs> I don't have it in me. You can only cry so much before you are just, I got nothing left. Uh, I see what you're saying, but uh, yeah, it just, mm, just felt flat. It just fell flat for me, I think. It's okay. It's fine. He was me at the end of a day with my kids. <laughs> <laughs> or at this point, I'm just like, yes, whatever. Yeah, just make your way to bed, please. I don't care what you take there. Just go. <laughs> yes, an elephant, that's fine. That's fine. No, no, no. Bray is just apparent at the end of school holidays. No, it's just like every time Bray has these speeches made, I don't know, it never hits for me. Um, I mean, he's speaking to the city when he's trying to speak as a leader. It's, I don't know. I just want more. I want more. <laughs> I want more. More something. To, you wanted more like, passion. Something like he has. He has so much to to lean on. Like he could have talked about, you know, the mental torture and the stripping of his identity by them. He could have talked about, oh, they'll they kill all the tribal leaders, so they'll come after Eagle. Like anything. Like I just want a bit of passion. Just something. I guess I don't know. He just, he could his have, speeches feel flat. I don't know. Heck, he could have even even though he doesn't care about her anymore, he could have even gone for the. They took my baby niece. I agree. I understand. Most of Bray's speeches do fall flat for me. Um, but this is the one time where I'm like, you know what? I get it. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm going to give you a pass on the speech because yeah. if anyone because should of the be said. completely done, it, it, you have an excuse for mm. being like, look, if you guys are too stupid to realize that allying with us would be in your best interest. I, I don't know how else to convince you. Um, but yeah, it, it would help because Bray still hasn't really, I mean, granted, I did like his speech to the kids when he was about to tell them to join the chosen and then changes his mind. Mm -hmm. But yeah, most of his speeches never really work for me. And there's not a really good reason for why they don't work for me. This is a time where it's like, it's not a great speech, but I, I get it. I get why it's not a good speech. <laughs> I think it works better because it's not a good speech. Yeah, it doesn't because sound practiced. It, no, and it does show how desperate they are and just how serious the threat is. I think there's something about the fact that he just gets to the bare bones of it. You know, he's not talking about making the world a better place or the kind of people we ought to be, blah, blah, blah. He's just like, look, eventually they're going to take over everything and then you're going to be on your own. He makes it about them, you know. It's not really about, yeah. he doesn't make it about himself, his tribe, who he's trying to save. Just eventually, what, what are you going to do when they come for you, you know? 
Amber! Amber! You want the truth? Come out here! Come out here! Is this the photo she showed you? Is it? Yes. You tell her. You tell her! What? Amber, she fooled you. She fooled you! So as Ebony prepares to burn the photograph she showed Amber, Bray catches her and drags her with him to confront Amber with the evidence. <laughs> Go ahead, panel. No, 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 no. <laughs> why? Why? Just when you why? think it can't get any stupider. This is... I get she would try and get rid of evidence, but she would have done this months ago, people. Uh, why are you still here, Ebony? <laughs> she would have done this. Even if she kept it with her all that time, she would have burned that picture the moment that there was a hint of, of them finding Amber again. She would have just left. If this picture is this precious mm. to her, which, fine. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Fine. This picture is the only evidence of a fantasy she's been holding on to. Fine. Ebony, I'll let you keep your picture. Why are you here? <laughs> just get the frick out of here. Run. As soon as Bray confronted you, book it out of there. Okay? He knows now. No, she can fight. He knows now, Ebony. What do you think you're going to do? Sticking around here. It's not like he can convince Bray that you didn't do this. Yeah, I... I, I did you did you think that the argument you made had been compelling? Did you, did you really think? I mean, I, Ebony, I, I can't think of a moment where Ebony is dumber than this. I really, I'm trying. I'm thinking of all the things Ebony's done, and this is. I'm like, not only is this dumb, but it doesn't make sense. It's just stupid. It's such an insult. See, this is why character. I said. Um, this is why I said I didn't believe like she'd keep this photo with her for this long because she's really prepared to. She's prepared to write, burn it right now. It's like, what did she think that Bray would search her? Like, she would still have this photo on her all this time. And, 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 and that's why I said she should have just shoved what? it in her bra. <laughs> it's not like he would have. Doesn't make sense. I love how they're treated as though him stopping her from burning it is, oh, see, I've got the proof. Amber, look. <laughs> see? See? Is this the proof she showed you? Is this the evidence of my, you know, I, I, I this is, this is the dumbest. Crap, I have. And, and, this is dumber than the Technos. <laughs> this is dumber than Ram on a garbage tip. This is oh, no. dumb. <laughs> so dumb. Oh, wow. That's too. Oh, which one's dumb? Sorry, this is the <laughs> dumbest <laughs> moment I've ever seen. A Ram on a garbage heap is pretty up there. I mean, <laughs> give it at least with how big of a German movie was that was hilarious. Just, they just left it with a garbage heap. Sorry. It's <laughs> dumb and entertaining. It's Dumb and entertaining. <laughs> I mean, that was just. Yeah, but at least, oh wow, how to torture oh. a germaphobe, you know? No, like, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why Ram on the garbage ship isn't as dumb as this. Okay, because honestly, I can see the stupid child logic of thinking we took away his toys. He's a cripple. He ain't going anywhere, and he we hates germs in the middle of. Yeah, we just left him in the middle of nowhere. He, that's actually a cruel and slow death for Ram. Yeah. What was they going to do when it comes to... <laughs> you know, that was, that was just pure torture because he believed he couldn't walk. So everyone believed he couldn't walk. So 
They assumed he would just die a slow and painful death forever on that garbage heap between all the germs that he was sure would kill him. Oh, I don't know. This Um, is stupid. It's not not even entertaining. It's just character assassination of Ebony. (laughs) This is the... This is... Is there another word for stupid? Um, Let's go through the thesaurus. <laughs> it, it is nonsense. This whole setup and, and this enters the finding her burning the it twilight <sighs> zone of idiotic. You know what I mean? Mm. I, I, I the way it's filmed too, like it's so dramatic. Like oh my gosh, <laughs> she was a hair's breadth away from Bray finding the evidence he needed to prove his innocence to Eb- uh, to Amber. Like, I don't understand why you needed this picture to prove your. I don't. Mm. I, why did you need what? the picture? I, I'm oh, sorry. I'm, but, but how on earth does that picture prove his innocence? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if Amber was willing to just believe this lie in the first place, I don't know how you finding the picture, Bray, is going to convince her otherwise. Like, <sighs> see, he, he could have said the whole knees thing earlier. He didn't need the picture to say this. She knew she's seen the picture anyway. She knows what's in the picture. You just said, oh, it was her knees. Like, yeah. Just to stretch it out, just to make it more dramatic. They film it like it's this really important major moment, <laughs> and I'm like, the, the dramatic close of her staring at it, kissing it slowly, slowly leading, it, <laughs> and then Bray's hand snatching it. You guys no. thought you were doing something here. Like, did you really think you were doing something here? Whose idea was this? Come on. Okay, I, I was thinking about this. Let's see what you guys think. <laughs> If they really had to do this and they had to make this work, do you think it would have worked better if um, they hadn't shown the photo earlier? Yeah, probably. I don't know. I still would have been like, Amber, what the heck did she... This is what she showed you? Actually, I think think I'd still be disappointed because if we hadn't seen the photo, then we wouldn't know what evidence Ebony had apparently shown Amber to convince her. And then (laughs) if this is what I saw the evidence was... I'd still be like, really? <laughs> you, you know yeah, we still really. <laughs> if, it hadn't, if it hadn't been that picture, if they hadn't told us it was a picture, then for oh, a second, gone I'm, anyway, yeah. I'm, we might have wondered. Okay, mm. so did she show her birth certificate with both names on it, or what did she show her? You know, what is <laughs> proof that Bray had a child that he abandoned? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because they presented like it was irrefutable. Like Amber yeah. couldn't help but believe it. And hence why I said, you know, had it been like a birth certificate or a picture of her and Bray while the baby was just born, you know, on top of her. Um, that's just <laughs> <laughs> like mom holding a newborn just minutes after it was born. Then I would have believed Amber could have, you know, guessed that. But this. If I were Bray. Oh. If I were Bray, and this is what I found, and I'd be like, this was the... I don't even want you anymore, Amber. Like, I I don't know what happened to you in that fire. I've had concussions, and even I've never been this dumb. You are not the woman I love. Um, I'm going to go back to the chosen and find Danny, Uh, because this is... At least he had a brain. Amber, are you serious? How much have you been smoking out in these trees, Amber? I, I... it's the mushrooms, I tell you. It's the mushrooms. It's the mushrooms. <laughs> it's just stupid. It is. And the way they frame it as the end of the episode, like this climax, like the look mm. on Amber's face, like, yes, that's the evidence. What do you have to oh, say I hate for yourself? That. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, and and Evan just that. 
letting <laughs> Ebony just letting Bray drag her over. I would have seen her smack him fighting like a cat just to get away. Like, really? Mm-hmm. Really? <sighs> like, oh, I've been <sighs> caught. Oh, you know, I'm, none of you look good for this. Nobody looks no, better. No for one this. looks good. Nope. They all look <laughs> incredibly stupid. Bray is the only one who kind of looks like this is the dumbest thing ever. Because that's exactly mm-hmm. how it should feel. This is the dumbest thing ever. Are you kidding me? I went through weeks of mourning because of this. Are you mm. joking? I, I, I... Ebony doesn't make sense. And Amber just continuously believing this because of that one picture is just utterly stupid. And I still don't understand why Bray needs to find the picture for to yeah. be able to mm-hmm. explain himself. Yeah. He can explain this easily, yeah. It doesn't make no sense. It's it's just made for drama. It's the reason Amber didn't tell him what the Mm. proof was. It's why in their argument she just Mm -hmm. said, she showed me the proof, Bray, and Bray doesn't follow it up with, what was the freaking proof? Mm. You know what I mean? It's so, like, it's just dumb. I'm I'm running out of dumb words. I just, (laughs) I don't understand why he would need this, why he'd need to catch Ebony in the act of burning the picture to be able to explain himself to Amber. Like, none of this is necessary. Fine, Amber believed a stupid lie about Bray. He doesn't need the evidence for her to listen to his explanation. You know, it's mm-hmm. just tell him what the evidence was and then let him explain it. It's like you didn't want an explanation because you need to be justified in being angry, which we'll see going forth. That's what she needed. Um, everyone should have been fired for this. <sighs> Again, I, that's why I'm like, where did this idea come from? Was this a mandate and the writers were just forced to make this work? Like somebody, not saying who, but somebody <laughs> said, I have a brilliant idea how I want this to play out. You have to incorporate this in the writing. And the writers were like, are you freaking serious? We have to make this work? I mean, you do know that we have a job. That's why you pay us. Just let us come up. No, 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 no. I have a vision. I have a vision. I wonder. Again, I'm not. I'm not naming names. <laughs> this came from somebody. <clears throat> somebody really needed this here, and the writers were like, "Look, I got you. You sign the paychecks. I guess we'll try and make this work." Because these writers are too talented. We have seen it time and time again how talented they can be, and then we're like, "Why are they writing such garbage?" And I'm thinking maybe the garbage wasn't their idea. At some point, you're just like, look, this is just a job. You know what I mean? It's not too deep. I just, I need a new deck. Fine. This is what they want. We'll write it. I mean, when they were adapting the Twilight series, the writers were like, hey, uh, Stephanie, maybe we should leave out the part where a teenage werewolf falls in love with a newborn. And she was like, no, that's my art. And it must be in the movie adaptation. (laughs) And they were like, this Myers, with all respect, you know, um, you've made a lot of money and stuff, and um, but I, this ain't gonna play well. This, it's not. <laughs> no, <laughs> it must be preserved. <laughs> You're like, how do we make this work, you guys? How do we make this work? All right. Um, on that note, that brings series three, episode seven, to a close. Thank you very much to the panel. And as always, if you'd like to take part in a future episode of the podcast, please just send a submission on our Facebook page or on our website, thetribe.co.uk. So we'll see you next time for episode eight. Until then, bye. Bye. Bye.